Welcome to another episode of the Tactical Leadership Podcast, where we focus on building better businesses. I believe in order to be the best leader that you can be, you must be willing to be the first follower and have a servant mentality when you're in a leadership position. If you want to be the best leader that you possibly can be, be sure to stay tuned and listen to industry leaders and hear how they built winning cultures in their own businesses. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Tactical Leader. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Dave Wolcott, and we're going to talk about how he helps people live a life of financial freedom, abundance, and fulfillment. Before we begin, I want to remind you this is brought to you by Nightly Productions. If you're a content creator, a YouTuber, a podcaster, somebody that just wants to create marketing content that truly delivers, head over to nightly.productions and find out how we can create that tactical content for you. Dave, welcome to the show, my friend. Hey, thanks, Zach. Great to be here. Great to connect with your listeners. Man, I'm super excited about this because this is a little bit of a different dichotomy for the show where you're going to be bring a different aspect. Um, a fellow military veteran, I want to give the audience a little bit about you. You're a fellow military veteran, um, but you are a smart person that deals with money. Um, so obviously you're of a different breed already, but you're the CEO of Pantheon Investments. Um, you give busy professionals an opportunity to passively invest in top real estate assets to provide cash flow, tax benefits, and reliable alternative to the valid- validity of the stock market through leveraging the Pantheon Advantage. So we're rarely going to dive into that. Um, you're also the author of The Holistic Wealth Strategy, Your Roadmap to Financial Freedom. And of course, you've been featuring that on several different media outlets all across. Um, but overall, you were in the Marine Corps, which, you know, I don't have any crayons on hand, but there will be plenty of jokes to go into the, uh, as an army man, you know, we got to have a little bit of joke here and there, but you're in the Marine Corps as a captain, at least you're on the officer side of the world. And um, you really learned about investing in commercial real estate as a passive investor 20 years ago. And then you've taken that experience and started um, bringing that into the world to change everything for other people with those lessons you've learned. Besides that amazing background that we're really going to unpack, tell the audience something fun about yourself. Okay, so here's a fun fact. Uh, My last name, Walcott, um, actually goes back in my family lineage to Oliver Walcott, who was one of the original signers of the Declaration of Independence. Wow. So you have a uh, like a royal lineage going all the way back to freedom. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Well, man, this is really going to be exciting. I want to dive in. I love speaking to other veterans because we have a different mindset on the world. And the fact that you've now shifted that into um, financial investments and wealth management, wealth assets in that capacity, I think you're going to bring a lot of true value because I think this is something that veterans don't understand really, really well about passive income, uh, multiple streams of revenue. It's something that, you know, they never teach us this in the military. So going all the way back to like the beginning days in the Marine Corps, like talk to us, when you joined the Marine Corps, what got you going into that life of service? Yeah, absolutely, Zach. So, I mean, I was raised in Connecticut in a middle-class family, and um, it, it's really funny. I, I can actually still hear my mother's voice nagging at me today saying, you know, if you if you don't go to school, get good grades, you're never going to get a good job, right? You're never going to make anything out of yourself. So I really followed down that path Um of conventional wisdom, really thought that was the way. Um, I went to George Washington University in DC, uh, did the ROTC program, and then went into the Marine Corps uh, from there. 
And I really felt like going into the Marines could be one of the most challenging things that I could do personally. Um, I also, you know, felt a strong desire to serve my country and really give back at that point in my life. And I learned some phenomenal things in the Marine Corps um, that, you know, they teach you in the military, but not necessarily in other aspects of life, you know, and I would, I would probably highlight those as three things, you know, one really being leadership, and understanding true leadership, not just management. It's all about teamwork as well in the military that teaches you a lot about that. Uh, And it's also integrity, right? And having a super high integrity uh, personally and professionally. So I had some really great lessons uh, from the Marines. And after that, I went into the corporate world and transitioned in the corporate world. And, you know, I was successful making that transition, but you know, I felt really frustrated because I just didn't have that same sense of mission, that same sense of purpose, you know, that that really drives you uh, in the military. So even though, you know, I was making more money, I was making, you know, having promotions and things like that, um, I just felt like I was kind of on this rat race of, you know, not really going anywhere. And along the way, my wife and I had triplets. <laughs> yes, triplets so oh hang on hang on wow you can't oh by the way we had triplets man that'll shift the life a little bit that kind of totally changes the dynamic for you doesn't it oh yeah you know for sure so you know that financial impact right uh, of knowing that we we actually had another child as well so all of a sudden we had you know four kids and thinking about trying to put them through college and all of that Um, But I just felt like, you know, from from a wealth perspective and a fulfillment perspective, I didn't really feel like I was, you know, moving the needle at all. Right. So in uh, 2000, I had a great opportunity actually to read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Right. And what really struck me in reading that book was you know, it wasn't just, you know, learning about real estate and that kind of aspect, right? To me, it was really all about achieving freedom, right? And not only financial freedom in your life, but freedom of purpose, freedom of relationship, and freedom of time, you know? So over the next 25 years, I really became obsessed with really trying to, you know, live a life of really trying to achieve those freedoms, Um, I built three companies uh, over that past 25 years, actually went full cycle on a tech consulting business that I had sold. Um, But now really my latest business is really a culmination uh, of all of those learnings, right? To really kind of instantiate a system with which other people can build, you know, a real life of wealth and actually, you know, living an exponential life. And one of the big pieces you mentioned right at the top of that part of that shift from the military into the corporate world into obviously now entrepreneurship and business ownership, you mentioned a few things that are really big that the military teaches you. Integrity, of course, is a huge thing, especially dealing with people's money and investments. But there's another aspect that I I know I personally learned that people 
haven't been in the military don't really understand the the discipline aspect right i still get up at 4 a.m every morning to go to the gym before the crazy world starts right what would you say is like that that number one characteristic that you've now applied into leading and leadership for your and especially as a, as a captain in the marine corps you obviously had plenty of experience there what's that one characteristic that you really just took from that world that you've brought into the business world yeah i would definitely say it's leadership zach Right. And, you know, I think day to day, it can be easy for us to make decisions. Um, However, when you think about things like, I mean, certainly in the military, when you're in a combat scenario and it's life and death and you have to make that instant decision, uh, you know, are you making, you know, using the right judgment? Right. Are, Are you supporting the mission? Are you supporting your team? And you have to really, it's its really a muscle, you know, having that leadership. Um, and I didn't see enough of that in corporate America. You know, mostly people kind of rise through the ranks because they were good at doing one thing. It's the Peter principle, right? So, so they just kind of move up the ladder and then they're managing other people. But managing and leading are completely two different things. And, you know, you can really take that leadership into multiple aspects. I mean, raising a family with your kids, you know, you can be, you know, using leadership with your kids. You can be using leadership with your family. Uh, You can have, obviously, in the workplace, you know, you can demonstrate your leadership. And, um, you know, a lot of times throughout my career, I've had to make some very, very difficult decisions. Um, and, you know, I think having that leadership as the background makes me much more, you know, comfortable to, you know, make those tough decisions. Have you found that a lot of people that you work with clients that are now um, attracted to working with you in this capacity, have you found that they are fellow veterans or do you feel like it's more of the individual that craves exactly what you just described that you learned from the military, where you're more trustworthy, you have integrity, discipline, leadership, and they want to work with you because of those characteristics? Well, I find that really, I mean, there's definitely an inherent connection with anyone who served. That's a very deep bond. uh, That's probably hard to explain if you haven't been there. So there's definitely that connection. Uh, But I love working with people who really have a growth mindset, who really want to take their life to the next level. Because if you think about it, really, you know, wealth is really not just about achieving money. Um, money is really just the oxygen for you to live the life that you want to live, have the experiences, you know, that you want to live, right? That's, that's all it really is when you kind of think past, you know, just making money. Um, so I love to really work with, you know, definitely entrepreneurs, uh, people who understand that, you know, having a growth mindset, looking at new ideas, they're open to new ideas, they're open to expanding their beliefs, they're constantly learning, you know, no matter where they are in their journey. Yeah, I know for me that that is absolutely, like I said, at the top of the show, part of it where we communicate in a different capacity. And um, it's one of those that especially dealing with money, like there has to be such a level of transparency that that no like trust factor that we have to have as business owners, you know, between veterans. It's one of those if I can trust you with my life, I can trust you with my money, I can trust you with X, Y and Z. Right. So it kind of develops a fast track with that. And you mentioned Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which is an amazing, amazing book. If you haven't read that, absolutely should be on the list. But are there any other resources you'd recommend to that that veteran that is transitioning out that you found is like, man, this really hit the nail on the head for me and kind of helped that transition for you? 
You know, I, it really took me years and years. I mean, the, you know, the only one thing I wish I knew was, I, you know, I wish I knew all of my learnings now, you know, 20 years ago when I was doing that transition, right? And and my game would be, you know, even further uh, ahead. But I think so much of it really starts with, it, it's all, this is all really about you, right? And creating your vision. Right. So getting crystal clear on what your vision is and what you, you know, aspire to in life. You know, I love the first time I talk with people a lot. I love to ask them this question about vision. So if you had all the money in the world, what would you be doing? Where would you be? And who would you be with? Right. And, and maybe, you know, do some deep thinking on that. Right. And really get clear on what that vision is. And then you can start to work through the tactics of, right, what does that actually mean and how can I put these building blocks in place, right? And what's really interesting about that is you'll find that you can actually start living part of that life like today. And, and in fact, a lot, of, a lot of the things to achieve your vision don't necessarily even require huge sums of money, right? It might just change a shift in, you know, some of your habits or some of your mindset. So you could actually start living that today. I absolutely love that. And that's, that's huge because especially, um, I know I, I was in, I'm technically still in, but as I'm transitioning out of that world, um, you know, I was only in for five years, uh, going on six now, right? And uh, I was an OCS guy, so I had a life before the military transition, had already had a mindset toward that. But you think about these veterans that come out with 20 years in a retirement, and they're raking in these dollars and have no clue what to do with any of it. Talk to us a little bit about some of the real estate investing you're doing, what the wealth management world looks like with Pantheon. Right. So, you know, I, I talked to many financial planners, right, as I was kind of starting my family and building, uh, you know, my financial future, you know, once I left the military. And I just became really frustrated. I think it was really that, you know, entrepreneur in me or that Marine in me that wouldn't give up and say, you know what, there, there's got to be a better way to move the need here. And, it, you know, interestingly enough, right, if you think back on, you know, all the trainings you ever did in the military or in any kind of school, everything is career based. It's all focused on how you make money. Right. But never no one ever talks about how do you actually grow your money and protect your money? Right? There's no education. It has to be, um, you know, completely self-taught. So I spent a lot of time doing actual, you know, self-teachings and, and masterminds and, and reading, you know, hundreds of different books. Uh, to really figure, you know, figure this out. You know, the good news is today, right, there's so many phenomenal resources, you know, like this podcast, right, and, and all the, you know, digital assets that are available to you, you know, to start learning. So that's where you can make the biggest impact, you know, most quickly. And especially, I mean, I think about some of that downtime I had in the military, maybe you're, you know, you're traveling to a different duty station, you're in between. I mean, instead of, you know, just listening to music or doing whatever, you could really be, you know, learning, right, through through podcasts and, and through different, you know, resources to get your mindset on what are the potential possibilities out there. Yeah, and I, I love that you mentioned some of those resources, because I think a lot of people and I know in, in the business world, I didn't know what the heck a mastermind was. Now I have several 
that I run and operate myself here in Atlanta and a couple more on the virtual world. Have you been in that realm? Have you seen growth from that like peer-to-peer CEO roundtable type environment? Yeah, for sure. Um, I've been involved going on four years now um, in a program called Strategic Coach, uh, which is an elite program for entrepreneurs. Um, And I just, yeah, I can't say enough about it, right? You're sitting in a room with, you know, 30 other business owners that, you know, paid a lot of money to be there. Um, Everyone is looking to 10x their businesses, looking to, you know, 10x their life. So those collaboration of ideas, uh, the different insights you get from people, even who are in, you know, different walks of life, right? Different businesses, um, you know, those insights are very powerful. And, you know, you walk through a lot of different, you know, thinking tools, right? So, you, you know, we call it really thinking about your thinking. And it's always just, you know, I would say it's like putting on a different, you know, set of glasses, so you can see something in a different light, which then gives you more clarity, right, on, on some of the things you can do. Uh, so those have been, you know, super powerful. Yeah, I think it's amazing stuff, man. And it's great that you're seeking that knowledge externally, because it's one of those, man, we just, we're not taught a lot of the stuff in the military. We're taught the great tactics and the great uh, characteristics that you mentioned earlier, which is a phenomenal piece of it. But at the end of the day, just business itself is like such a difficult thing to learn without a mentor or a peer group that kind of pushes that forward. And uh, I really want to highlight a couple other things that you do in the in the world before we get into the tactics. But tell us a little bit about the book that you released, the the Pantheon Holistic Wealth Strategy, everything in that realm that you're pushing out and some of the amazing content you're putting out there to the world. Yeah, absolutely, Zach. So, um, you know, as I said, I mean, I I really created a system, right? This is kind of a, a culmination of all of my learnings and experiences through, you know, investments and, and, and so much learning, which is, you know, you know, I would call it really underground learning, right? Because so, a lot of this information is not readily available. You know, it's it's through inside channels of knowing, you know, knowing the right podcasts to listen to, right? Knowing the right books to listen to. Uh, but essentially, the book is really, you know, is all about um, having a holistic wealth strategy, right? And what I mean by holistic is that, you know, it's more than just money. I mean, for instance, you could have, you know, let's say you had all the money in the world, right? But if you didn't have your health, right? What what good would that do, right? So there's a lot of, you know, different key aspects and we break it down into four simple phases uh, within the holistic wealth strategy. The first one being mindset, right? It's all about you and your mindset, uh, talking about the vision, that, that we talked about getting super crystal clear on your vision, um, you know, making sure you're aligned with, you know, your spouse and your family on what that vision is, um, having a growth mindset, you know, stopping any limiting beliefs and things like that. You know, what are your habits? What is your goals? Do you have a goal setting routine? You know, all of these things are really crucial to really develop. And, you know, that never stops, right? That's that's kind of an evolutionary thing. So that's why I think about that is step one. And then step two, we talk about really increasing your IQ in three different dimensions. So one being your financial IQ, one being your mindset IQ, and the third being health IQ, right? And so, for instance, I, 
I have a goal that I want to live to 116. So in order for me to live to 116, what do I need to do to get there? I mean, I, I can't just follow average health advice. I, I need to be doing, I need to have a different set of habits, different set of standards that are going to help me get there. So I'm constantly you know, working on that. Um, the third step we go into is all about building an infrastructure for yourself um, and also building an A-team. Uh, think about any top sports player in the world, right? They have a complete team of coaches all around them. So do you have someone that files your taxes and just files your taxes? Or do you have someone who's doing, you know, proactive strategic tax planning that is giving you the most efficiency possible? Do you have, you know, a health coach or, or a doctor, right? So my doctor is an integrative medicine doctor, someone who specializes more in being proactive about health, right? And what you can do and looking at, you know, new technologies and things like that. So building that team is absolutely critical. And then there, there are some of these base level infrastructure infrastructure things around, um, around asset protection, liquidity, some things that you want to really think about. And then the fourth and the final step is the fun one, right? Which is all about building massive passive income, right? So you have that passive income coming in that's covering your expenses and, and you're moving, you know, if you think about Maslow's hierarchy, right? You're, you're moving pa your past financial security, your past financial freedom. You're thinking about bigger things in the world, like what, what kind of impact, you know, do I wanna have out there? How can I serve other people? You know, what are those other things that I can do instead of, you know, worrying about like, am I gonna make the mortgage this month, right? So, so we kind of work through all those phases and that's, that's essentially, you know, what it encapsulates. Which is huge because at the very top of that list, you're talking about mindset, limiting beliefs, things that people struggle with day in, day out. And it's not just the veteran. It's not just the business owner. It's, just, it's literally everybody's going to have some sort of limited belief because they've been for years, they've just, you know, have something that they were taught innately that they have to overcome. What would be like the top blind spot that you've seen in your leadership capacities where it's like, man, this is something that people don't recognize too often, but I want to make sure that people work through it. Okay. So that's a really a great question, Zach. And you know I, how I would answer that is it's all about knowing yourself right? And we, you know, we start with the first thing is all about you and your mindset. Because again, everyone has, a, you know, my vision is different than yours. But, but in knowing yourself, um, I've gone through so many different types of um, assessments. And one that's uh, phenomenal that listeners can do, and I wish I had done this when I was transitioning out of the military. Uh, but there's something called the uh, Colby assessment, which is K-O-L-B-E.com. And you can actually take this simple assessment, which really looks at your, your instinctive wiring. So it's kind of like how you were, you know, how you were born to do things, right? Your instinctive wiring and, and, you know, what makes you really, you know, naturally conducive to doing certain things. So, so for instance, one of them is like, you know, how high are you of a quick start, right? And a quick start is taking an idea and completely running with it. You know, a lot of entrepreneurs can be really high quick starts, but they may be low in follow through, right? So really understanding yourself, this thing was 
super insightful for me. Um, and there's a number of other different things around assessments. So the more you can really learn about yourself and figure out where your true strengths are and then double down on your strengths. You know, a lot of times we're, we're taught that we should be great at everything, right? But that, that's not true in the real world, right? It's all about understanding what your strengths are, doubling down on your strengths and completely going for it. And then on your weaknesses, you build a team. You have other people you know, that do different things for you that fill in there. So that would be the biggest, you know, advice I could give is learn as much about yourself as you can, you know, so that you are working on your strengths, you're going to be more successful. And really, it becomes more natural for you. And then also, it's, it's really much more fulfilling. And so for me, like this latest business, you know, as an example, you know, part, part of my goal and part of what drives me is, you know, not only trying to have a bigger impact on people and making really making a difference, but it also aligns to the things that I like to do and things that I'm really good at, right? And I let other people do all the other stuff. You know, and especially as entrepreneurs or sometimes in the military, you're doing too many things, right? You're wearing too many hats. So if you just if you can learn about yourself and focus on, you know, where your strengths lie, um, it'll carry you really far. I, I think that's phenomenal advice because you, you look at, you know, a skill set, you can you can make an eight, a 10, you know, if you're really good at being a leader, you can make that a quality from an eight to a 10. But if you're a two on that scale, you might make it a six, but that still means you're mid middle of pack, right? So you hire out that aspect of things. I think that is something and it took me a long time to figure that out. Because you know, we, in the military, we're just taught you just figure it out, right? You just do what you have to do. And it, whether it's good or bad, but if you're a marksman, you're a really good marksman, you know, you double down on that. Absolutely. You don't have somebody else. That's a really good mechanic that thinks totally different all of a sudden become a marksman. So it, I love how you, you frame that because it's huge. And something else you mentioned, and you've brought it up a couple of times. Now you're talking about impact. You're talking about creating a lot of value in the world. And of course, a big piece for leaders is that legacy. So with everything you're doing, the book you're putting out, the content you're putting out, helping people get, their financial freedom that they're really seeking, what is that legacy you're wanting to leave on the world? Yeah, so great question. Um, it, it really is about, you know, having a bigger impact. I mean, it, it took me 25 years to, you know, go through all of these learnings, right? So now if I can share this with other people and, you know, they can be 10 years ahead of where I was, I mean, that is the, you know, hugely rewarding for me. Right. So so it's really kind of, you know, packaging up all, all of these learnings, you know, they can avoid the pitfalls and really live a big life. You know, I think, Zach, I mean, how many times have we listened to a podcast, a TED talk or some great speech that someone went through a massive transformational moment and that transformational moment was caused by a near death experience, a loss of a loved one, or a chronic illness. How about if you could avoid going through those, but have that transformational moment now and live the life that you really want to live now? 
I think that's absolutely huge because I know for me, it took going to Afghanistan before I really understood the value of time. Like that was a big one for me. I thought I appreciated time, but man, there, there is a different piece attached to value um, because it was that life shifting experience, you know? So I, I absolutely love that piece of your legacy. That's such an amazing journey to be on. And I want to give the audience an opportunity. What's the best way to reach out, find you, find your book, get all this content that you're really out there putting into the world. Yeah, happy to do that. Um, you can just go to our website, which is pantheoninvest.com forward slash wealth hyphen strategy. And from there, you can download a free copy of the book. If you'd like to learn a little bit more uh, about the concepts, happy to download that. Um, or if you just want to look me up on LinkedIn and connect, if I can help you in any way, um, I, I'd love to do that. It's just Dave Wolcott on LinkedIn. Awesome, Dave. I appreciate that. I'll definitely put all that in the show notes for the audience. And then, of course, make sure you come back. We're going to get more into the tactical space this Friday with Dave and find out how we can move into this exact realm of creating that financial freedom. Dave, thank you so much for the wisdom you've brought for us today. Thanks, Zach. Grateful for the opportunity. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Tactical Leadership Podcast. And I hope you got a ton of value out of what we talked about today. I also want to remind you that this show is brought to you by Knight Protection Services. If you're a leader in a small to mid-sized business that does five to $10 million a year in revenue and want to improve retention costs, which could actually add up to being twice your employee's salary, all through creating a safer work environment and saving up to 25% in insurance costs, be sure to visit knightprotectionllc.com.